All right, it's the Kyle Style Podcast. Uh, back after a brief little hiatus there. Kind of got tripped up with some doing some research for some other podcasts and everything, but uh, I was kind of just going to bust this one out real quick. Now, I noticed uh, the last episode, uh, episode 20, I called it Illuminati Minutes, and uh, I, I wove a, a yarn about finding a, a packet of documents by a guy who was being chased by a helicopter, you know, a black helicopter, and, uh, you know, try to do kind of a War of the Worlds thing and throw in some news story stuff that I've seen and, you know, do, do this apocalyptic thing. And the the result was, you know, fairly obvious. There's a, a hell of a lot more hits. Uh, so I, I learned a bit of a lesson, which is just that the sensationalized title and the sensationalized content is more successful than when I research uh, space travel or you know some of some other thing that I actually have real information in. So I flirted with the Fox News Alex Jones universe there for a minute, uh, but I wanted to set this one separate. Right, this isn't exactly a researched one. This is kind of off the cuff. So this uh, this episode, I'm trying to think of a title like. <laughs> The world is a game of risk, but it's also a game of monopoly. And I was thinking about these sort of aspects now as an, an analogy for the world, right? Now, the world is a game of monopoly in a sense that there's like, you know, properties everywhere and you move around the board and you kind of roll the dice. You literally kind of take your chances there's money, you, you, you throw your money around, you make deals and things, and you move around the board and you try to build wealth, right? And people literally do this in real life. You know, you acquire properties, maybe you open businesses, uh, you buy, you know, utilities, that kind of thing. You invest in the stock market, all this, to grow, you know, monetary wealth. But the world is also like a game of risk in that, you know, if, if America is... And if you look at the, the risk map, right, we've got America militarily on lockdown. Like, not necessarily that we live in, like, a police state, but uh, some would say that we do. But uh, we, we, we're not going to be invaded from outside of, you know, the continent, right? It's actually one of my biggest worries is that insurrection and it's like, say, a civil war or, or a breakdown domestically would you know unravel america but we're not going to be invaded from the outside right now what that means is that we're we're globally playing a game of risk right you gotta maneuver you know troops around and you can destabilize another you know uh, you can invade another continent you can invade another country inside the countries that are stable though You've got a game of Monopoly going on. Now think about this in terms of like Syria right now. The civil war in Syria. Their Monopoly board is just blown to shit. There's no, you know, there is no Park Place. Park Place is full of, uh, you know, unexploded ordnance. And the uh, electric company is out, you know. You don't even want to own anything on the Syrian Monopoly board. Meanwhile, Canada, their Monopoly board's fine. America, ours is fine. Mexico's is, of course, 
kind of historically not been as good, but it's still there. It's still, you know, untouched infrastructure-wise and everything. So, so think about this. We, 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 we want to play Monopoly, right? Because really, no one dies in Monopoly. At least that's the idea, right? In Risk, entire vast armies, you know, get wiped out, right? So there's like death, there's war going on. Monopoly is building and creating. Risk is destroying. Okay. Uh, the the analogy I felt like I held up pretty well because what we do as you know uh, part of these uh, global trade agreements and all this stuff is we 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 take our monopoly board like here in the U.S. and we're using our U.S. monopoly money, you know, fiat currency. And then we draw like a, a line. We add a line off of our board and it connects to the Canadian Monopoly board. So you can, you know, convert currency and you can go move around on the Canadian board and buy up properties and things. And then that money that you get there, you can bring that back over to the American board and use that for your own, you know, purposes. And the, and the Canadians can do the same thing. Now, eventually, you can use your money to buy risk armies. Like, if you zoom out to the big global risk board, America's going to be able to buy more armies than Brazil or, you know, Romania. So then that puts us in a, sp in a situation where if we want to throw our weight around, we can go around and make spaces that are, you know, in theory, stable where we can build new Monopoly boards, right? And it sort of goes beyond Monopoly, the game, at that point, where you we can also write the rules for any of these spaces that we go into. And I think about something like, uh, you know, World War II. We bomb the shit out of Europe. We invade it. We liberate it, in some sense. Uh, help rebuild Germany. But the Soviets... They had their monopoly board of, like, you know, communist monopoly. And they didn't want to play, right? They didn't want to hook their board to our board and, and play our monopoly. They just wanted to play their own monopoly and, like, force other countries. You know, like uh, Belarus and, you know, Hungary and whatnot. Like, Eastern European countries. They wanted to force them to join their game of commie monopoly, right? We were inviting the rest of the world to join our game of Monopoly, even though it was like totally rigged against them. Um, and we have at this state, at this stage of the game, I feel like we have we have a certain level of control in that if I'm in America and I'm already a successful uh, monopoly monopolist, right? I'm I, I roll the dice. And I roll a three. And that three goes one, two, three. And I'm on go directly to jail. Okay. If I have enough influence, I can be like, yo, banker, here, here's a thousand dollars. And we'll just pretend that that, 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 uh, there's a two and a one. Let's just pretend that one is a two. And now I rolled a four instead of a three. And then, the banker's like, well, it's in my interest 
So then, boom, now you're on the next square. Oh, no one owns this one yet. Okay, you buy it. All right, look at how much better. And then and now the, the banker's getting money. You're, you're buying, you're putting up hotels, all this stuff. It seems that everything is working better because I just bought my way around a bad dice roll, right? And this is kind of the gamification of finance and, and currency. But now let's say you, you're on the Canadian board, right? You go over to the Canadian board, you want to, uh, you want to, you know, play around on the Canadian Monopoly board, Canadian market. You roll that three again. Oh, it was going to go right to jail. Well, hey, you know, I'd really like it if, uh, you know, I could get a re-roll. Maybe I could, you know, maybe we can just scoop me one more. I'll give you a little bit of money. And let's say the Canadians are legitimate and they go, well, no, sorry, you, uh, you're in jail. You roll the dice, everyone rolls the dice, it's all fair. You just landed on a bad, you just got a bad roll. And then this the American, right, will turn and be like, look. You see this, you zoom out to the risk map. Look at look at how many armies we got. Right? Look at how many armies we got right, right there. And, you know, you don't want this to get ugly, do you? And even Canada could, uh, you know, maybe put up a fight or whatever they got they got a lot of armies or whatever but they go even they might just go Nah, okay fine we'll give you because monopoly doesn't destroy things it's just sort of an inconvenience or whatever well here here's there's a roll the dice again and okay now you got a five instead of a, a go to directly to jail okay fine okay and then it comes to you know you end up playing in the in the syria board back when syria would have had a monopoly board I hope you're following the analogy here. All right. And then we roll some dice. And we land on, you know, the oil well. Or we, we wanted to land on the oil well. We landed on go directly to jail. And we go, all right, man, give us another. Give us a re-roll. And they go, no. We saw what you did over there in Canada on their board. And you messed up their whole game by doing that. And you guys, you want to you wanna throw your weight around and... We're just not going to do it. You guys got to play by the rules. And then we go, look. Look at all these. Look at all these armies we got. Look at all these armies. Okay. And then they go, yeah, well, we let Russia play on our board too. Uh, only Russia doesn't do this stupid rule rule bending like you always try to do, America. Um, you know, why don't you just leave our board and not come back? Or you got to play by the rules. You know, it's in the rule book. You got to play by the rules. And, and you're like, oh, you sure that you let the Russians? You never let the Russians bend the rules? And the reality, of course, is they probably do let the Russians bend the rules, but they do it on their terms, not being, you know, necessarily threatened. Or maybe they are threatened by the Russians. See, now you start to get gets complicated, right? Now you have Russia wanting to take control of the Syrian monopoly board. You got us in there trying to take control of the Syrian monopoly board. Uh, the EU say is its own, you know, has its own board, and they want in. Everybody wants in. Everybody wants a piece, but nobody wants to play by the original rules. Everyone wants to play by an amended set of rules that benefits them. And the whole time, the Syrian board is just getting annihilated because there is there are no more rules, right? No one's playing Monopoly in Syria anymore. They're playing neighborhood risk, right? The, the risk dynamic of annihilating and destroying has gone down 
to the street level. Now you've got cities versus cities and towns versus towns and states versus states and the whole thing is just divided in all different ways. No one's building any hotels. No one's, uh, you know, no one's collecting the, the community chest and collecting $500 and passing and go and, uh, you know, everybody's just going to jail. <laughs> it's not uh, get out in three moves uh, jail. It's you just get, you know, they torture that little that little dog to death down there. So the analogy to me, the analogy works, right? You're, you're playing Monopoly and it's supposed to be about money and wealth, right? And then no one wants to play by the rules, the rules of commerce, the rules of business, the rules of, of economy. Everybody wants to find a workaround, right? And the result is, well, we'll just invade you. And then we'll set up our own monopoly board that works the way we want it to, right? As opposed to playing on your board by the rules that are supposed to be the rules. That's why you call them rules, not suggestions. And this, uh, this sort of connecting the Monopoly boards together in a global kind of patchwork thing, we call this globalization. We call it uh, progress of a sort. And I feel like it would be were it not for the fact that we're also playing risk at the same time. We're also playing, I've got more armies than you, and if I don't like your Monopoly board rules, then I'm going to come in and set up my own rules. And America has been pretty terrible about this, uh, influencing global trade. China does it too. You know, I'm not the only one. China likes to try to fix global prices and influence trade agreements and everything else. And it's it's killing it's killing everybody. It's killing us. Um, it causes it's causing the wars. You got uh, these like cartels and things that like uh, have their own influence and control over various aspects of economy. Like OPEC isn't one country. OPEC is a bunch of smaller monopoly boards that all pooled their monopoly boards together to make one big monopoly board. Uh, but then they all kind of have their own agendas and their own, uh, you know, their own desires. But whatever OPEC does can topple another, can flip the, can flip the table, can flip the monopoly boards of other, you know, countries. Now, I hope. Again, I hope my I hope my analogy is uh, is is clear and coming across. Um, the I'm trying to I mean I'm trying to I I just sort of thought of it and it kind of running through the aspects of it in my head and it feels kind of accurate, right? Uh, we go from playing Monopoly, we pass fake money around. We buy things, we build our wealth, and at the very most, what happens is people can get completely forced out of business, right? They get completely forced out, and in theory, you know, unlike Monopoly, in the real world, you can, you know, you know, you maybe you maybe go bankrupt, but you can recover, and you can, uh, you know, start a new business, and, and people have done this, they're, they're successful business people have started and failed multiple businesses, 
the thing about Monopoly is once you're out, you're out, right? You're out for that that game, that match anyway. And it can go on a long time. So maybe tonight you don't get to play again. But, you know, tomorrow you do get to play. Well, it feels like in America nowadays, it's like there's no second chances now. It's like you you are either successful in business or you're not. And if you're not, well, guess what? You're not going to get any more loans to start a business. Uh, there's all kinds of regulations and stuff that get forced down that don't sink the big the big names, right? It's not going to sink Broadway and Park Place, but it is going to sink, you know, Mediterranean. <laughs> if I use the monopoly terms again, right? Uh, maybe B&O Railroad is going to be fine, but not uh, R&R Railroad. Right, because the one may, you know, maybe the one's bigger than the other, and there's new regulation. Up, oh, all those costs sink the other guy. Now, uh, now BNO isn't going to step up and employ all the people who used to work at R and R. They're just not going to do it. Why would they? It's not a public service; it's a business. And so we arrive at a sort of very tricky uh, world where we not only have our armies at the risk level. It's kind of intimidating the world and maybe kind of marauding around a little bit, being a little bit uh, unruly for economic reasons, for monopoly board level reasons. And real people are, you know, being killed, not, not game pieces. And the responsibility is, in theory, supposed to be on us in a free democracy, right? If the the Syrians are you know under the Assad regime and they can't uh, you know per, uh, apparently or perceivably do anything about it, they're not responsible for what Syria does at the risk level or at the the monopoly level even. They're they're just stuck under that. We aren't. We're supposed to be free citizens and we're supposed to live in a democracy, at least a representative republic, uh, and we should be able to turn this thing around and change this change this uh you know change the monopoly risk paradigm right and i don't know i mean it kind of yeah, it just went off the rails a little bit it's like if we make a space that is tranquil enough which is what north america generally is it's tranquil enough that commerce and education and, you know, construction and science and industry and, and families and, and life, you know, can, can continue on without constant uh, explosions and, and uh, death and disruptions and uh, infrastructure being destroyed and uh, constant meddling. In theory, you should be able to have relatively unfettered capitalism where people create and it's really what it is they, they create more rather than destroy more we create more things better things and we all benefit because now there's just more better stuff there's more cars there's more houses there's more clothes there's more computers there's more podcasts for you to listen to and everybody in theory would win but we are playing a game of amended 
rules monopoly and amended rules risk. And sometimes I think the uh, I think the the seams are starting to stretch and the the cracks are starting to become more obvious that the maybe the global system doesn't work as well as we would like it to or as fairly thank you for listening to the kyle style podcast once again um this one was uh, you know a little off the cuff it was just kind of a, a thought experiment with an analogy um i got a, a researched podcast that, that i'm going to be throwing up soon i uh, i missed the anniversary for this uh what this podcast is about but uh there's research and i got to do some little bit of editing and and do some jiggy effects for you because i think the listeners like that but uh Go ahead, uh, you know, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, hit up the GoFundMe page. Uh, I've got some of these videos going up on, or some of these podcasts are going up as videos on YouTube, and we're on iTunes now. So uh, look me up, find me everywhere, share me around, and uh, throw me a dollar on the GoFundMe, and we'll see you back here for another exciting episode of the Kyle Style Podcast. Thanks for listening.